This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. I have an opinion. I'm just going to go put money on that thing happening. And your host, Nick Costos. Every single play of every single game impacts you in some way, shape, or form. It's You Better You Bet, presented by BetMGM. Oh, baby, it is You Better You Bet. Nick Costos, Ken Barkley, awesome to be here with everybody today on the BetQL Network. Every game here is Game 7, including the Raiders and the Chargers coming up tomorrow night. <laughs> can't wait for that game on Thursday Night Football. I'm being serious. Like I actually can't wait for it. Can't wait to bet on it. No hot take BS on this show. We bring you the B and we bring you the S. Bets and sports. It'd be great if I went rogue. It was like, we bring you the B and bring you the S. Bull. Bull. And bleep. <laughs> and bleep. Yeah. <laughs> it's, actually, it's actually like a pretty, a pretty funny a gi- thing. A giant Odyssey hook just comes from <laughs> off the camera. And just, it just hooks you right out of the picture. Beep and a beep and a beep and a beep. That's all, <laughs> right. folks. That's all for my career. All right. We are We are coming to you live today from the Odyssey app, the BetQL app. We'll be simulcast by our friends at Stadium from 4 to 6 Eastern, YouTube.com backslash Odyssey Sports, Twitch.tv backslash BetQL, and you can hear us on radio stations nationwide, including the fine folks checking us out on Satellite Radio, Sirius 160, and XM 205. Ken and I here bringing you the wagertainment. We are talking all things sports betting. Proudly presented today and always by the king of sportsbooks, the great people over at BetMGM. I was over at BetMGM's offices today in Jersey City meeting with, you know, luminaries like Ethan Katzoff, Sam Abley, big Buffalo Bills fan, some of the great people at BetMGM. Man, they are the king of sportsbooks. You got to download the BetMGM app and you need to visit BetMGM.com. And you need to do so on uh, W3. We got three words and they all start with the letter W. It's a wonderful football Wednesday. It's December 13th in the year of our Lord, 2023. Less than two weeks until Christmas. Uh, get get that shopping done, people. I don't know. I have to turn it like a walking PSA to get Christmas shopping done. I'm so freaking old. It's unbelievable. Everyone get your shopping done. 12 more shopping days. Uh, <laughs> Make sure to clip off those coupons. <laughs> just, I think I've started to become, so just a quick aside. Um, so my daughter going to be born in May. And as, as a result, uh, until we eventually at some point move into a, a new house, our house is like not like tremendously big right now. It's, it's, it's great for my wife and I. Yeah. And once we have like one child, it'll be okay for a little bit. Oh, yeah. But I, one kid, you can, do, have to, you can have the tiniest house for one kid and it's still no problem. Two is when it's things kick up a notch a little bit. Yeah. I am being uh, I'm being forced. I'm like being sent to Leper Island. Where I have like the back room, which is the room next to my office here oh. on the top floor of our house. Yeah, Gotta yeah, room. that's gonna be that. Oh, oh yeah, you well, have to baby proof everything too. Wait till that. <laughs> How about no today? sharp edges, buddy? 
We, yeah. we started the baby proofing today by having carpet put down on the stairs to make the stairs less slippery. So that was that was this morning. As you're doing each thing, you're like, oh, why would, oh, so my child doesn't fall down the stairs. Oh, yes, or yes, so like, how about this? Yeah, that this? sounds terrible. Yeah. How about this, more selfishly, so I don't fall down the stairs while holding the child. Yeah. <laughs> so Absolutely. like, I have to protect myself too. Give yourself and, some uh, grip. So yeah, I'm I'm being banished to Leper Island. Uh, I am now gonna have to like shower upstairs and then go get dressed like downstairs in the basement. It's a, a part part and parcel, kind of like how this works. And now it's like I'm I'm checking for sales on websites. Oh yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Like I yeah, you got I gotta a lot get of things incoming. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, got yeah. that changing table all set up. Get that going. <laughs> well, yeah. But about um I think it was I think it was on Black Friday. So day after Thanksgiving, where I'm with my wife and my wife's family, and my wife's like, you need to go on like, I don't know, it was like one of like the Bloomingdale, whatever, Bloomingdale's sure. or one of the sacks, whatever. Like there's this um, uh, diaper bag that's on sale and it's only yep. on sale right now. Like you have to buy it right now. I was like, how much is it? And then I heard the answer and I like practically <laughs> fell out of my chair. Right. It's just like, yeah. yeah. That must be some kind of is it made out of diamonds. What is it? We used uh we were we we're big on the genie. We are the which I know everybody gives a bad name. You know what the diaper genie is? I don't is? know what it is. Idea what that is? Okay. Uh, so I, when uh, you say genie, I I pivot immediately to like game genie for back genie. in the day. Well, this is in in a way this is like a cheat code for changing your child. I guess it's kind oh, of the same like thing. That. So, um, it gets a bad rap because it it's sold. Well, everything is sold as something. Like you watch an infomercial, it's like you know uh no food ever sticks to this pan and then you buy the pan and like sure enough you could probably find some food that sticks to it so it's like nothing's ever as advertised but yeah the diaper genie is just it's like i mean imagine like basically it looks like a giant trash receptacle like something you'd see at the mall or something and uh and you basically it has this like it's insulated with a giant plastic bag and the idea is you just keep force feeding it diapers but the bag prevents you from smelling any of it and then oh. you eventually just like have to empty the bag and put a new bag in. Now people be like, "Oh, like you could still smell stuff." Be like, "Yeah, like the laws of how odors work. It's not like you, this isn't some NASA design technology." I uh, like other people I talked to were like, "Nah, we're not really sure." I thought it was awesome. I I'm, I was in. I was like, and as the person who had to empty the bag, I was way in because it's really easy to do, and it is the least gross way to do any of that stuff. Yeah, I I'm I can't wait for the show to eventually. I don't. Oh, I was gonna say. De I yeah. don't know if it, if like devolve is the right word. Maybe it's no. evolve. I'm not sure. Morph. Into How about morph because it doesn't. It's, there's no good. value judgment there. Yeah. <laughs> morph is pretty good. Where this is basically going to evolve into yeah, like sports and betting, and then like parenting. Yeah. Is what probably this yeah. will end up. A couple being. of dads. That's, you know, just okay, dads so being dads over here. That's what it's all about. Because yeah. like, and it's that's not not a criticism at all of of my wife or of any woman or man in this situation but you know like how we are wired right now this is like the thick of nfl season and there's a lot of stuff sure. going on for sports for benefit the show and like i'm thinking about this stuff all the time and like oh, it's yeah. like i see my Diaper wife and bags. she's like hey and i'm like I'm like yeah. i'm like so like hey 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 honey like what's up oh nothing um have you thought about when you're gonna like take all your clothes downstairs to the basement it's like, well, actually, I was thinking about whether I wanted to make Easton stick or like, you know, Amir Abdullah, my captain in Daily Fantasy tomorrow night. <laughs> like, oh, Easton stick, that reminds me. You need to go on and buy this thing. It's on sale right now. I'll be like, how did that remind you? Easton stick. Everything I, I, I was talking to works. some other some other like new dads about this. And also like, you know, like, like, like my father-in-law, for instance. And uh, he always says that 
for him, it didn't feel like real after he had his first kid. My my wife is his second. Um, didn't feel real until there were three of them. Like you come home from the hospital and there were two of you and now there's three of you. Sure. So I just think it's like the juxtaposition of like like my wife is starting to show and like she felt like some yeah. movement recently and like how great sure. and like she she literally carries literally carries the child with her and it's on her mind all day. And then you have me and I'm like do I want to play Jaron Jackson Jr. over 22 and a half points tonight? It's just. <laughs> you know who else is showing? The Jazz offense tonight. They're showing out against the Knicks with marketing back. It's going to be great. I mean, I'm more like, about, and like, you know, they're talking about some something Italian, right? Like, what, what pasta are we going to have for dinner the other night? And me, I'm thinking, what about Simone Fontecchio now with Lori Mar- yeah. Larry Marketing back for the Jazz? What am I doing with this? It's coming to a proper just, boil. Uh, yeah. yeah, poor, uh, poor Fontecchio. Going to hit the bench. Good news, though. In all series of great news. Tyler Hero. And they say that a hero is injured. Jaime Hacquez over points. Oh, we're 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 way in on Jaime Hacquez points over okay. again tonight. The train ride the train rolls I li- on. I like how Tyler Hero ra- rather than go with like a recent song by a very popular artist named Tyler Hero. You went with like that's from Spider Man, right? That like the old oh, Spider Man, like the, the Tobey Maguire Spider Man. They're watching us <laughs> as we all fly away. <laughs> no, but like, what but is, what, is that I don't from Spider Man? Yes, definitely. One of the like Toby the one Maguire with like Kirsten Dunst in it and stuff like yes. that, like those ones, right? Yeah, with yes. Tobey Maguire and uh, what's his name, the uh, James Franco. Yeah, all those. Of those people. <laughs> and the best part was, I feel like I could relate to that song much more sure. like back then than now. Because some yeah. of the lyrics in that song was, I am so high, I can hear heaven. <laughs> that, that was me at the time, man. Just, Who, you know? uh, which like generic, not like 2000s rock band did that? Who did Hero? Who was Nickelback. That? Oh, that was them. The way you sang With it, I was somebody like, somebody that... else. Yeah. It was like Nickelback and the lead singer of another Nickelback type group. I feel like, but it was it was Nickelback and then someone. It was it was like the outlaw Josie Wales or something. It was like Josie something. <laughs> Josie Scott apparently. It's like I don't ever remember Nickel, this crap. Nickelback and the outlaw Nickelback and, the outlaw and uh, Butch Wales. Cassidy. They were they were all <laughs> and over. The, it. Yeah. And, uh, right. and, uh, and 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 on, on harmony was the Sundance Kid, and it was right awesome. exactly. Yeah, uh, yeah, it's a good. T- and also, like you know, Nick- Nickelback pretty underrated, just in in my estimation. I know everyone likes right. the crap on Nickelback and like Creed. I enjoy both bands, I like their whole catalogs. Um, where was I? Oh, we're bringing you with Wager Day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's a wonderful football Wednesday. Uh, the show's on Twitter. You better, you bet. Also, like, is uh, I, I, I also just as another aside, um, do we feel like actually like Twitter is now actually like on like the downslope right now? Yeah, well, I've been thinking about quitting for a while. I'm trying. I'm trying to quit, like smoking. I'm thinking. Like, I'm every thinking day you about, wake up, you're like, Ugh. like it's, one it, day, dude, one dude, day I'll give it up. Yeah. Dude, it's brutal. Like it's, and like I really want to like it. Like I, I, I have. Yeah, like how many porn it. replies? Like uh, it. how many porn replies do you get to your board of spreads video every week? It's less. It's less like the por- like the porn replies are annoying, but like the betting like, uh, replies, like the oh, bet bots, yeah. I would say. What is it? Like, uh, it's exponentially more. It's like they all start with the same phrase, and I, now I can't remember what it is. Like, uh, like follow me for fixed match or something like that. It's yeah, where it's yeah, whatever, yeah. Or like, like that. follow me, or or like would like would you would update. you hit it? Would you right. hit it? Right. Question would, mark. would you hit it? Is the porn bot one? That's like, and, it's it's like, just, and this is not a commentary on this person, but it kind of is. 
man, Kanish gets, I scroll Kanish's replies because they're always the funniest because people like just like to give him a lot of crap. And it's always like funny reply, funny reply. And then you do show more replies and it's like six, would you hit it? Like, would you <laughs> hit like, it? They're, they're all the porn bots are like, this guy is going to make us a lot of money. This like, is like, going to bring us the business. It's... I mean, to be, to be, to be fair, if you're like a single Probably. guy, like the answer is like, I yeah. mean, I, I mean, duh. Yeah. Yes. Right. Also, also oh, yeah. like Telegram. that's how life works. Telegram link in bio. That's always the <laughs> I, I don't even like, I don't even know what like any of these things are. Uh, how about, I think I'm like, on Telegram. You... Let me check for a second. Oh yeah, I do use, I didn't, I can remember which messaging app I use for a bunch of stuff. I actually use Telegram. I'm on it. Maybe we should advertise that instead of Twitter. Maybe <laughs> we should find him on Telegram. Except you but, can't, uh, because I'll delete so all the like, messages. Yeah. So like our like the BetQL Instagram account. I I yeah. normally like always deny the request only because I've I was big on like I want to keep my Instagram. Yeah. Basically just like personal life stuff. I don't post on there a lot, but when I do, it's like hey, like I got married, etc. Um. So I always like deny those requests because like I, I want to keep that kind of separate. But now like with Twitter being like kind of what it is now, I just feel like the whole like the out I. I, whatever. I, I'm like not a fan of it. I'm like I'm starting to become like not a fan of it. So I'm I think I'm gonna start posting like content like from the show and stuff on Instagram. I think that might be like my like preferred method now. And I'll still like okay. tweet during games and stuff. But other than that, it's so like, you're not anti social really... media. It's not like social media has jumped the shark for you. It's just this specific app, like Twitter I mean, versus look, the other ones. Because like, social media for I me didn't... is like it's like I yeah like here's everybody telling you how awesome they are. Be like cool. That was really fun for. 20 years and now i'm back let's go back to the way we were again when nobody knew anything about each other let's do that yeah like i i would say that i'm in on social media because of the show because of my career right that's that's as why a means I'm of promotion it. as yeah. a means of promotion correct otherwise like i i would be more than happy to have like an instagram a private instagram account with like 100 sure. followers and it's everyone that i know and like that's it Right. Like basically you like an updated your, version your of NFL Facebook. thoughts in there. <laughs> yeah. This guy's a slap. This guy sucks. So, yeah. That Mike McDaniel so, coaching like he ripped the bong, whatever. Yeah. So listen, uh, Instagram at the Costos T-H-E. You hit me up on Twitter also. But I mean, I don't know. Like, yeah, I'm going to start posting more stuff on Instagram. Uh, Ken's on Twitter and on X, whatever it's called, at Lockie Lockerson. Yeah, and we got four phenomenal guests coming up today on this wonderful football Wednesday. Uh, for people that are like, hey, where's Baldy? Apparently the answer is the White House. God bless him. Yeah. Uh, Baldy will be joining us. I saw. I can't wait to ask Baldy about that. Uh, Baldy will join us tomorrow. Right. We'll say hail to the chief tomorrow, 5 o'clock. Okay, in all seriousness, Brian Baldinger runs for president against Joe Biden, which is not to say that, like, Baldy's a Republican. I have no idea what what he is, and I don't care. Just like if Baldy ran against Joe Biden. Can we say he runs against both? Is that okay? Just to make everybody happy? Okay. Sure. Like, like, yes, like, Brian Baldinger is the independent candidate choice against Joe Biden and Donald Trump. Like, who would – I I vote for Baldy without even thinking twice. How old do you think Baldy is-ish? Okay, so Baldy was Baldy was playing in the I don't know when his rookie year was. I think he's like late 80s, early 90s like career, which means he was probably born in like the mid 60s or like 60s. late 60s. So he's so like he's almost probably, 60. Yeah, I would say like mid mid to late. I would say Baldy's like somewhere so in the range of 55 so like, to 58. So he's like approximately 71 years younger than both other candidates, which is good, <laughs> right. which is really nice. Let's, yeah. let's see. How old is Baldy? Let's see this. Brian oh, Jake Baldy. says he has the answer. Jake, you could just type the answer. It's okay. <laughs> and the Jake got earlier and said sixty for sixty seconds left in break. Okay. Oh, he's sick. He's sixty-four. Okay, so now he's only like forty-eight years younger than both candidates. That's good. I mean, is he? If Biden is wins, he, isn't he? Isn't gonna be ninety in office? Isn't that what it is? If he wins, I think he's gonna be like. Well, no, he'll be like eighty-six, right? He just turned eighty-two. 
Oh, okay. I thought I saw that and I was like, that's really scary. <laughs> that's like really, really, even 86 is really scary. It's like, is, you know, your past, your past expiration, right? We all is, are at that point. Is Brian, is Brian Baldinger like, he's 60. Yeah, he probably the guy's the big, but he's a stud. He's 64. He looks like he's like 50. And that, I, like, I had a tremendous compliment. God, I wonder almighty, if he had a diaper man. genie. Yeah. <laughs> I need to look him. into this diaper genie thing. Can't wait. Uh, on the other side, we'll, we'll, I guess maybe we won't tell you what's on the show today. It's all the usual <laughs> stuff. Uh, so we'll, we'll get into what we saw last night in the world of sports. Draymond Green punching Yusuf Nurkic in the face. And we'll start telling you about line movement week 15 in the NFL. Neal just picked up his third foul. And now Green runs over Nurkic. And he'll be called for the foul. And they're going to take a look at this. Ooh, oh, man. Well, that's going to be a flagrant. Yeah. For and now sure. they're going to just try to decide if they think it was excessive. It's going to be at least a flagrant one. Could be a two. Green makes unnecessary and excessive contact to the face. The foul has been upgraded to a flagrant foul penalty two. And Green has been ejected from the game. There you go. Welcome back to You Better You Bet. Brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Brian Anderson, Stan Van Gundy. I really like that broadcast team. On the call last night on TNT. For people that are not wrestling fans, you will not be familiar with this reference. But for the wrestling fans, you will get this. Um, and people that missed it, you saw the Draymond Green like spinning, like punch to the face, basically of uh, of Nurkic yeah. last night. It's like a, that was it's like a Street Fighter move or something. That was, it was crazy. Well, it was yeah. it, it's Chris Jericho's AEW finisher, the Judas effect, oh. basically is what is what he oh. hit it with. Like a spinning back like, fist. Basically. Well, I guess like yeah. Jericho's is more of an elbow, but it's like basically like the same like movement in motion. Like it's a spinning a spinning back fist in an NBA game. Just like because what? because the guy is like because just to be fair, because the guy is like tugging on your jersey, like somewhat aggressively. Um, like he didn't even like hard foul him. Like if he hard fouled him and then he's spinning back fisted, it's like okay, at least you're both really aggressive. He's like, it's like tugging on his jersey a little bit. It's like being slightly tight with his defense. It's like, oh, well, well, now I must pile drive you as a result of this. It's like, it's a, and now it's like, here comes the, like, I'm going to tombstone you like Undertaker right. at WrestleMania. Like, yeah. so what? Um, we're going to get to the <laughs> line movement for week 15. <laughs> like, like, we will, we will, Dan Nurkic will rest in. Uh, we'll get to all the line movement for week 15 in the NFL. Great guests will join us as we move along. Tons of bets coming up for tonight as I look to dig myself out of an early week hole. I feel like I'm going to, by the way. I got a bunch of NBA bets. I like, oh, oh I did some, I did some research earlier. Hashtag research. Oh, you got some stuff? Try, yeah. try I looked at a lot find... of stuff. Can I give you something now? A little preview? Yeah. Do you yeah. know that? I, honestly, so, if we wanted to do the whole first hour on stuff that isn't it moved, I'd be perfectly happy with that. <laughs> so, so, so the the Miami Heat this year, yeah, have been, and I I understand like Charlotte's got some injuries, right? The Heat have yeah. been favored by seven points or more in a game four times this season. 0-4 against the spread. No Bam Adebayo tonight. Now maybe Mark Williams doesn't play for Charlotte. I love Charlotte tonight. I'm taking the 8.5 with the Hornets, baby. Buzz, buzz. Let's sting them. The, uh, I, the Hornets were interesting when I, I looked at a couple things before. They played like a much more difficult, now that you kind of know who's, the other. because the thing is you don't know who's good at first. Like, you know, the you know the Nuggets are good, and you know the Celtics, are, you definitely knew the Celtics were good coming into the year. But you didn't, you had no idea the Magic were good. We weren't sure the Timberwolves were that good. We weren't sure the Thunder were that good. 
And so, like, you now you can kind of go back and look at the schedule and be like, man, that team got hosed in terms of who they had to play early on the season. Charlotte was kind of one of those teams. Like they, like they kind of they got the they got the short end in terms of who they played sometimes. So maybe maybe they can be more competitive. Again, heat at a big number is always it always just looks a little. Yeah, I think I might want to play the dog in this game. It happens a lot because their division's so bad. They end up favored by this amount. They they do have a little bit. That's the teams have nothing. And I was going to say they're kind of like the New Orleans Saints of the NBA, except you know the coach and the for the Heat is the best coach of all time, basically, and the coach for the Saints is the worst coach of all time. Aside from that, they have a lot in common. Uh, just yeah, like that's I, I agree with that one. I'll give you another one. I don't I don't know if I'm going to bet. Uh, well, actually, I'll give you one. I know I'm going to bet. And whatever, because stay tuned for the picks in three hours. Uh, I think the Bucks are going to railroad the Pacers tonight. I think that's definitely going to happen. Feel really good about that. The, I, I went back and did the Pacers schedule, and I just go, oh, there's like nothing here. Oh, okay. Like, it's just the in-season tournament. Like, that's it. Got it. Okay. Like, oh, you have had the easiest schedule from a fatigue standpoint ever, except a cluster of games that you played at home. Oh, you haven't been on the road very much. Oh, okay. That's what this is going to be. Got it. Okay. I think the Bucks are way more likely to win even than this price tonight. That's just how that's how it, I can be wrong. Maybe the Pacers just win again. That's just how I would feel about it. That uh the total 258 and a half. Kind of like the I kind of like the under. I think the Bucks are going to I think the, I think everybody thought like we thought last game was the game. I think this is the game. Okay. I think this is it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I I had to play no, the game. Like, strong yeah. I, ha I had like no strong thought on that, um, but I'll, yeah. I'll I'll ride with you on that. That sounds pretty good to me. Um, yeah, we can save the rest of it for later. I got I got a lot of prop thoughts for tonight. Also, your team tonight is in a very interesting game too. I don't know. I don't know what to do with that. So like Mark, so like Markinen's playing, Collins is out, which I was I in the like NBA it's... chat him, and they're all like, "That's a net positive because he's terrible." <laughs> yeah, like it's like jazz or nothing, right? Yeah. And I'm a Knicks yeah. fan saying that. It's just <laughs> well, also. I had the Jazz kind of circled soon because they, I mean, they played the worst games imaginable recent, like lose by 30, 40 points at Coach Will Hardy's like cracking jokes about how bad the performances have been almost using profanity is like part of his post-game press coverage, like trying to be like, yeah, like it, it's like he's, yeah, it was terrible. Like it's really bad. Is this the game? Like, is this a like home five with marketing back is like, and Mitchell Robinson, obviously going to be out for the Knicks for a long time. I think that's like, I think everybody would agree. That's a really significant injury for them. It's kind of an interesting setup. I think I, I had that circled a little bit too, not as like my favorite bet or anything, but just that is a very interesting game where I agree with you. I think it's dog or nothing. Um, we do have some news as it concerns the Suns Nets game tonight. And this is just like really like ap apropos, yep. I guess, or like that against the Nets. This will be the first time that Phoenix's big three plays. All three of them play together in a game with Devin Booker, Kevin Durant, and uh, Bradley Beal will all play tonight for the Suns at home against the Nets. Phoenix, about a five, five-and-a-half-point home favorite. And that provides us, Ken, with a uh, delicious segue to talk about the big story in sports from last night. And we can spin this yeah. into a betting conversation also. Because last night, the Phoenix Suns, minus Kevin Durant, Bradley Beal, by the way, scored 16. So for people that listen to us at the end of the show, bet the Bradley Beal under points, 19-and-a-half. Like, you you were a winner last night. Um, Phoenix ends up winning a a really close game against the Warriors and you bet the game was probably very, either very aggravating or very happy at the end where the Suns did that th th do doing that thing they do <laughs> like, bl like blowing like like what looked like right. insurmountable leads at the end of games and almost losing ripping their lead into a million pieces <laughs> like they always do <laughs> the, the uh the, the Phoenix Suns favorite bands the Oneaters um yeah. so 
Phoenix wins the game, but the headline coming out of it, obviously, is uh, the Draymond Green spinning backfist, uh, Yusuf Nurkic. And look, like, I mean, everyone's speculating as to how long he's going to be suspended for. I I kind of feel like it's going to be a long one. Now, I don't want to say it's going to be like 30 games. I, that I don't know. It feels like it'll be like a lengthy-ish suspension here for Draymond. I don't know how it, like, how can you keep, like, doing this? And, like, the, the suspension at some yeah. point has to be gigantic for Draymond Green. And Phoenix, or Golden State, rather, for people that don't know right now, is 10 and 13. So the Warriors are three games under 500. If the season ended today, it doesn't. But if it did, the Warriors are not even one of the top 10 teams in the Western Conference. They would not make the playoffs. And obviously, Draymond is a huge part of what they do when they're successful. And Steve Kerr even alludes to that after the game. Like, we have to change everything around when he's not out there as the five, kind of like running the show on offense. So Golden State, Ken, there are markets for Golden State to make miss the playoffs. And uh, they have a really interesting game coming up tomorrow. They might get railroaded against the Clippers tomorrow night with how well the Clippers are playing. I know you like the Clippers to win the Pacific Division. have been betting that. The Warriors right now to make the playoffs, the yes price is about minus 170. The no is about plus 140. And I kind of looked at the no. I was like, yeah, maybe. It's still Curry, still Curry and company. It's like tough to think they won't be a top 10 seed. But I think it's, think it's worth talking about if Draymond's going to be out for a long time. And we don't know how long he's going to be out for. What do you think about Golden State? Uh, Curry, like prospects in the near end, obviously, over the rest of the season here. Is this team going to miss the playoffs? It's certainly possible. I, if I if I lag a little bit, it's my I had my NBA spreadsheet opening up just to like really try to concretely say like what I thought was going to happen or or give some context with the other teams. The West is dying for a team to drop out of it. Maybe only one, actually. Um, it depends on what happens with Memphis and uh, which we haven't talked about on the show yet, and we can, I guess. Like always talk about like always think about the next thing. Well, the next thing is like Jaws coming back in eight days. That's the next thing, and. Uh, you know, when that when that happens and Marcus Smart will come back after that, like spoiler alert, they're going to be really good. So it might be 12 for 10 in terms of the play in, not the playoffs, but in terms of the play in, it's kind of 12 for 10 figure like Utah, Portland, San Antonio, never. Then you have 12 teams left and it's like who somebody somebody and we, we had this happen with Dallas last year. Somebody that you say, well, how can that team ever miss is going to miss. And even like the play in tournament, like if Houston's ever competent. I like you you're going to tell me like a team's going to miss and I'm going to be like I don't I don't believe you that that team's going to miss which is why Golden State it's possible that they'll miss the playoffs that's why it's possible because if it's not them it's someone else where I'll be like well no like no way like the next team so like Houston all right like the Pelicans we talk about like all the Zion jokes everybody's got to eat the table hashtag eat the table uh with Stephen A. Smith on first take yesterday I okay like maybe it's them also they're like <laughs> really insanely funny. deep and they're insanely deep and their floor I think is really high because they have a ton of really good play just got Trey Murphy back like it just really like them they just got McCollum back a couple weeks ago okay um the Clippers gonna miss I think the Clippers might be the one seed at the end of the year I've been betting that there was, was a 25 to 1 this morning on them to do that like I just I like push comes they're, again they're they're like four and a half back of the one with 60 to play like yeah i feel pretty good about that like feel like that's possible like also playing the best of any team right now really and like, Kawhi's, the sun's gonna Kawhi's going nuclear right. yeah now paul george like got held out of the second they were up a billion shout out to them for covering last night up so much at halftime that paul george sits in the second half with a sore groin insert more jokes here if he's okay for the warriors game especially i mean it's a monster number now if can i give you some context on that yeah I, I looked at so so ty lu was base base and look like yeah, not guaranteed, the game obviously. yeah, yeah. Ty, ty basically made it sound like paul george was fine like could have come back into the game so you would think he'll just, play tomorrow night but we'll see 
it's it's just tough because it's like okay but like everybody else played so like it's there's something we just don't know like the severity of it necessarily um so just you look at those standings and you go man the west is dying for like a star to get hurt and for a team to just be like we're good like pull the plug like we're out of here and you could lose so many games the rest of the year if that happens to you and yeah so like can the warrior i think if people were like the warriors are going to miss the playoffs people be like oh well there's like there's no way uh steph curry all this stuff you just look at performance up to this point in the season performance the last couple of years the warriors have been in the play-in tournament before this would not be a new phenomenon like you just and okay like is the team likely to get a lot better that's the other thing like okay teams are going to make trades teams are going to get players back from injury teams have, are going to like start having their stars for a long time phoenix which you just said that'd be a really good example they literally have not played a game with these three guys together are the warriors getting better is that what's going to happen they're gonna make some trades what for who what like what are they gonna like Kaminga's gonna develop more there's not a lot going on here like the you're paying all this money to, to clay and wiggins and they're shot and it's the end of this stuff is never fun it's like never and the draymond thing last night's a perfect it's not it's not fun anymore like it's it's like it's like bored it's just it's like old like he he turned and punched a guy in the face and because it's like the 11th time that he's done something like that we're just like how many games this time all right like what's it gonna be are you, are you choked out rudy gobert earlier this year just like all right man like cool um you know if i had to bet that two-way right now which again is playoffs not play in i mean i'd bet miss but i i don't i think it's like pretty close and i i think let's see how long the suspension is if it's way longer than we think then you got to think about like are they are they going to finish in the top 10 in the standings which is like a real a real conversation to have at some point um what just just Devil's advocate here. I think I'm using devil's advocate incorrectly. I definitely am. Just like well, you're going to argue here. that they're okay. That's what you're going to argue. Oh no, about, right? that's not. No, I'm okay. not. No, that, that that's would be devil's I'm advocate. I, yeah. Oh, oh, I'm using it way incorrectly. Oh, okay. Way incorrectly. Somebody we've, else. We've angel's the, advocate. Yeah, we've reached. Right. We've reached the point in the calendar where things like this happen with regularity. Um, okay. How many? How many games do you think he'll get suspended for? Just guessing. Ten. I think it's going to be more. Tens a lot. Ja got twenty five. But this is like more yeah, than that. But but yeah. I, I don't know if it'll be more. I I think it might be like twenty. Like he he choke. Okay, hold on. Ready? Hold yeah. on. Er, earlier this season, he choked a guy. Last night, he punched a guy in the face. It's and the I think professional the second, wrestling I think the second one's or UFC because the oh, first one way worse. and he's trying to. Because the first one, like, everyone's trying to kill each other. And he goes after Gobert and tries to, it's almost, yeah, like, in the heat of battle, he's like, I wonder if I can get away with choking Gobert right now, because I hate him. And he's, like, very <laughs> calculated. <laughs> like, Clay and Clay and, uh, who was the wing? Uh, Jaden McDaniels, is that who the wing was for the Timberwolves that they were fighting? And um, I couldn't remember if it was him or Alexander Walker. But, like, it just also, and whether you think he, like, deserves this punishment, what I, I guess that's not really for us to, to have a conversation about. The league has been, not even, like, that this is, like, Shams reporting behind the scenes. The league is, like, on the record with quotes saying his reputation contributes to how long the suspension is. Like, they're telling you that's what it is. So if they're telling you that's what it is, and is there another incident, yeah, I agree with you. Like, I say 10 because I think it's, like, a reasonable amount. Maybe it's an unreasonable amount. Maybe it's like a crazy amount because it's just at some point you probably have to stop performing UFC finishers on everybody would be like a really good idea. And uh, and yeah, we'll see what happens. Obviously, they're really behind the eight ball to make the playoffs now. I, I wouldn't be I wouldn't be shocked if they suspended him for the rest of the year. 
based on the reputation, based on everything with that. And like, maybe that's an exaggeration. Maybe I, I that's probably I, I, I an exaggeration. I, I think I, like, I don't think I, I'd I be think floored. Like, what's the most I could ever see him get suspended? There's 60 games left in the year. The most I could ever see is 25. The yeah, most. like like jaw. You're not like getting more than jaw for guns on Instagram. Like we're not doing that. So, what a what a wonderful conversation the NBA is sometimes. You know. <laughs> By the way, he jaw said he like hit that 16 year old out of self defense. Yeah, he did. Anyway, uh, on the other side, we'll talk about more from last night. NBA, NHL, uh, line movement for the NFL still to come. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. As, honestly, it's a superb job by Adam Amin and Stacey King, yeah. NBC Sports Excessive. Chicago, with the call last night. Yeah. <laughs> Excessive. The tech of his life. Um, also, just I, I didn't know that the referee's name was Musa Dagger. Yeah. Pretty good name. Terrible ref. watching the game. I just... Uh, Musa Dagger. It was... <laughs> it was Serbian Appreciation Night. And it's like, yeah, let's, let's throw... Let's, yeah, how do you make this like, up? So, Couldn't make it up. So we're, yeah. we're ejecting Jokic, and also, like, if Novak Djokovic is anywhere in the vicinity, he also must leave, also, on right. Serbian Appreciation Night. It was... They... They're in Chicago. You couldn't hear it really on the clip necessarily. Well, you kind of could. They they booed when he was ejected. It's of in Chicago. Yeah, but I'm just saying, like, this this whole setup is ridiculous. Serbian appreciation night. The crowd is there to see Jokic. He gets ejected for like nothing. For like a for just like harsh language. Like just like really, really, That's... really crazy. And uh and, also and then the like threatens won. the guy afterwards in a very like mobsterish way. Which is like, like, good thing we weren't in Serbia or like thing. He may not have made it out of the building, like paraphrasing something like that. It's like, okay. Yeah, All I believe right. him. I, this yeah, is, this, I think <laughs> this might be the only country where you're allowed to do that. And like nothing, like you just like walk out yeah. and nothing the happens. Flares don't this go might off. be the only country. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, you know, 20, 20 minutes from now, we'll be on stadium. We'll get Rob Bazzola's NFL picks for the weekend. Looking forward to that. Lots of great guests joining us over the course of the show. We'll get to the line movement for week 15 in the NFL. But um, let's, uh, you know, a lot happened in sports last night. NBA, National Hockey League. Ken, thoughts on Jokic? Anything there? Kobe White goes over again. Like one, one of my only wins last night. So thank you very much to Kobe White. We had the St. Louis Blues firing head coach Craig Berube after no, no. Uh, losing 6 4 to the Detroit Red Not Wings. As a, well, yeah, Berube. No Berube. Baruby Crystal, <laughs> Baruby Soho. Yeah, Baruby Soho was really good. Yeah, I could have come up with that. Yeah, and, uh, and now for him, yeah, and, destination unknown. Yeah, as he pulls up for some gas. Um, <laughs> right. So let, 
And look, the last time the Blues did this, they won the Stanley Cup. So I'm, I'm certainly not saying that's going to happen this year. Just like, hey, when a couple right. years ago, 2019, they fired historical whoever the trends. coach was. <laughs> Histor- <laughs> historical trend. The last time the Blues had an in-season in- firing they, and an interim coach, they won the Stanley Cup. So, ergo, it must happen again this year. So get those bets in. I'm kidding. Um, anything else can stand out to you from uh, a pretty busy Tuesday night in the wonderful world of sports? Oh, yeah. Oh, I got I got all kinds of stuff. That's just, there's just a lot of fun stuff going on this time of year. And uh, kind of nice to take a break from the NFL for at least a couple of segments, just because like I love the NBA and, and the NHL has been really fun this year, too. Uh, the Jokic stuff. I Matt Matt Moore alluded to this yesterday. And like then I kind of followed the next segment and talked about it. But sometimes <laughs> I feel like people sometimes there's like a it's like a treasure hunt to go through the hours of content that we produce for like Ken's thoughts on award markets or like things. And we'll do like basketball and hockey awards when the NFL season's over. We'll probably do those on Thursdays and and or some other times, whatever. Or we'll do them whenever we feel like it. Um, Matt alluded to that most valuable player like he's he still wants to bet into that market NBA most valuable player and where Jokic uh, has had a stranglehold on the market for a pretty long time almost since the start of the year very early on became a favorite has been basically less than two to one everywhere forever uh it was even like laughed at the notion that someone else could win mvp pretty recently in a number of places it was almost treated like this was already over those should always those types of comments by the way should always set off alarm bells to people if the, if you're a better that like the the consensus in the market early in a season is that something is over probably means there's a really good betting opportunity because there's way too much of the season left and it doesn't have to play out that way Jokic can definitely still win just that like the reasons I usually like Jokic to win the MVP like when I you know when we bet him a couple of years ago in his second win and why he's always been so formidable is that because of his like the way that he plays and his style and his and his talent, he performs so well in all of these all-in-one metrics that are created um, that try to measure NBA player performance. And in the NFL, I really don't think the metrics predict who wins MVP as well as everybody else. Like everybody thinks, oh, EPA number one equals MVP. I go, the voters aren't smart enough for that. Like they're gonna, it's gonna be more general. It's gonna be like touchdown passes and, and yards and winning, and that's it. But in the NBA, there's this insane correlation between being number one and these all encompassing metrics. It's usually the same player as number one in all of them and winning the most valuable player award. It's it's like a one to one thing. I just it's it. We've done it on the show many times. Okay, well. As a result of two atrocious shooting games, plays okay against Atlanta. It's not like a dominant, crazy stat line. Plays okay in the game and then gets ejected last night. Like, we're starting to put up enough. Like, that's 5% of the season, those four games. Like, that's you're starting to put up enough eh kind of performances. The league's too The top guys are too good to do that and to be like, yeah, you just win MVP when that happens. Yeah, there. I'm sure there are some years where you could do that for 10 games and the second place guy's bad enough that it doesn't matter or you're LeBron or you're whatever. That's not this. Jokic isn't winning any all-in-one metric, right? He's not winning any of them, any of them. He's usually winning 100% of them. And as a result of this, and you can be like, well, it's just four games, whatever. Yeah, but like, I also think the betting market should kind of react when he's not, not even not ahead, he's behind right now. That has to be like somehow factored into what's happening. And he's behind to two players, Embiid and SGA, who are both playing for teams who are going to win like 55 games this year. Like this is not, you know, 
Paolo Bancaro or something, or Halliburton, these guys who are going to win like 41 games at the end. Yeah, yeah, like their case is tougher to make. The team's not that good. You can say whatever you want about Indiana. Like their likeliest path is to go like, you know, 43 and 39 and to get like the six seed or the seven seed or whatever. And you're not going to win MVP this year with that. Cool. Maybe they win 55 and I'm wrong. Don't think it's going to happen. SGA is going to win a ton of games. Embiid might win the most games. So it's it's just the competition's too good to brick four games and have it not matter. So like <clears throat> I look at the betting market for this right now and I've been betting Embiid like consistent for weeks now and it's with the same idea. I just think it's really close between the two of them yet again. And I I don't get it. And it's you know I know Zach Lowe on his pod a couple of weeks ago is like the MVPs in Denver and the the Tim Bontemp straw poll will come out like probably tomorrow or maybe on Friday maybe early next week I expect Jokic to be ahead probably by a lot. Also most of the voting for that occurred before this last four games. So like that I don't I actually think that poll no matter what the poll says it's already too dated. Like I don't care anymore. I just don't care and I'll wait for the next one. Um, I just think Embiid's way closer. The poll will do a good, a good job of assessing SGA's candidacy. Like, how how does he factor into everything? But I just like Embiid and SGA are right there in everything. They're ahead of Jokic and stuff. And it's like the market can't be bothered to acknowledge that that's happening. And you start to see it just a little bit now. JJ Redick, who Matt Moore talked about yesterday, a couple other places. Like, oh, you seeing what Embiid's doing? You seeing what SGA's like? That's going to become really loud pretty soon. And I would really expect, honestly, the market to not go crazy. Like Jokic can still be a favorite. But what if it's like Jokic 2, Embiid 3, SGA 450, everybody else 50? Like that's where we're headed. And like Luca can do whatever he wants. Like he's in fourth or sixth or eighth. Like it's just, he's not in the mix. Sorry. And uh, it's those three guys. So like, that's crazy. And so just to wrap it into last night, which is what you asked me about, like you, it, the, the league is way, way too good at the top to just keep throwing out games, just toss out performances and games and think that it won't have, it won't make a difference at the end of the year. All right, so good stuff there on NBA Most Valuable Player. And as Ken said, like we will do, obviously, as the season moves along, NFL starts to wind down. A lot more NBA and National Hockey League awards stuff. Stuff's really interesting. Lots of great betting opportunities. Nick and Ken here on a Wednesday. Rob Bazola will join us in 10 minutes. We'll be on Stadium. And we'll begin our conversation today on Week 15 in the National Football League. But just anything else, Ken, on last night? Like I had the Baruby thing slated to talk about, just like anything to do yeah. with the Blues. Um, and anything else for you from last night? And then we can I, we can take it in a couple other directions if we'd like. I mean, uh, Baruby, like I don't really have anything on the Blues. Uh, they were like a really league average team. Maybe they'll be slightly better than league average now. Maybe. Uh, I don't know. Doesn't seem like a lot going on there. Uh, the two things in hockey that I had that were pretty interesting, the Oilers, and it's not like they were minus 500. They were they were going to win. Like, so, sorry. Like, they were just going to win a lot. And you couldn't even really make a lot of money on betting that they were going to win last night. Um, they are just insane. What, eight in a row? Something like that. Uh, they're just so on fire right now. But they play in a division with, like, the best teams in the league all play in the same division. So you would normally when a team wins eight in a row and they have the best player in the league, like think about if Denver was 500 and then they won eight in a row and Jokic was awesome. They're, you think their price to win the division would change a little bit to win the Eastern Conference, whatever. The Oilers are doing this, but like the Golden Knights are probably going to win, maybe going to win the President's Trophy this year, especially when Aiden Hill comes back. The Kings are extremely good, might have the Vezina winner. The Canucks are extremely good, which we've detailed. They won again last night. And then the Oilers are in fourth in their own division, and you just go, hey, like, great job on eight in a row. Are you getting past any of these teams? Like, what's going to happen? They're like 10, 12 to 1 to win their – win eight in a row, 12 to 1, 10 to 1 to win their own division still. I don't know what to do with that 
Like I don't, I don't, I've thought about betting them like six different times the last week. And I just go, I don't, how many games in a row do they have to win before I think they're going to finish ahead of these teams? I mean, it literally might be like the first third and seventh best teams in the entire league are in the same division, something like that. And uh, in terms of just how they're going to finish at the end, that just, it's crazy. So not sure what to do with the Oilers, but like, maybe it's still a, maybe it's a buy opportunity. They, they literally never lose. Um, and then I have something on the Rangers that's pretty good too, but I, do you have any thoughts on the Oilers? Like how, like what, like, yeah. what do you make of that? I would say this about Edmonton because, like, obviously the thing with the Oilers and this whole run with Connor McDavid and Dreisaitl has been, like, the super high-powered offense, right? But obviously suspect goaltending. Like, Stuart Skinner, after, like, a really rough start to the season, has been really good. It's like, the, like the, the, the goaltending's been good for Edmonton also. And, like, you're right. It might be too little too late, Ken, for Edmonton to, like, win the division. Which is crazy. But it's so it, early. It's so it, early. Yeah, like 55 but, games But, but left. so many good yeah, teams, to, to right. your point. Yeah. But, I mean, like, if... If the goaltending is going to be good, they're probably the best team in the league. Anyway, we don't have a lot of time left here in the hour. So what did you have on the Rangers? Just uh, we bet the over last night. So we bet the over on Sorokin, Ottinger, and Shesterkin. Three, like those are the last three hockey bets we made. Basically, they all won. And uh, and there's this crazy theory out there that basically Jonathan Quick, who's the Rangers backup goalie, who's had an amazing year this year, basically that he steals the ability and life force of whoever the starter is on whatever team he's on and basically reduces them to rubble. Like, go back and look at every team he's ever been on. When he becomes really good, a star goalie becomes terrible. Hopefully for Rangers fans, it's just Durkin's okay. Well, you know, Jonathan Quick, to be fair, does have two Stanley Cup championships. So there's that. Hour one done, hour two for you coming up on the other side. We'll start hour number two, getting NFL bets for the weekend with Rob Pizzola.